The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to tell you about my friend Nussi. My friend Nussi works for a diamond company. He assesses diamonds. And uh, they used to go to Antwerp. And then basically, if you know what's going on in the diamond industry, basically the Indians took everything over. I don't mean the Indians with the red paint on their face. I mean the Indians as in India. So now his boss said, you've got to go to India to look at the diamonds yeah, before he buys them. So it's not so geschmack to go to India, and he stays in a place, and he knows where the Chabad house is, and he stayed in a hotel, and he had an incident, walk, he had an interest in walking out the hotel, they started chasing him, free Palestine, something like that, he thought, this is it, and an old lady came out of nowhere, and she walked him all the way to the shul, you know, like, let your imagination go, Sarah Basosher, I don't know, Mrs. Eliyoy Anavi, I don't know who Sarah was. So he promised his wife, his wife said, I'm not letting you go unless you promise me, that you stay in the hotel room the entire Shabbos. Okay? He wasn't very happy about it, but he stayed in the hotel room. In the actual hotel, there's security, there's whatever. And he had ordered from Chabad that they deliver deliver you food for Shabbos. It comes with a package. You get all your, from soup to nuts to chant, all the things you need for Shabbos. Herring, gala, tzvibel kugel, tzvibel kugels, whatever, whatever you have. And Lemaisa, what happened was, the last minute, the, the ceiling tiles caved in and it was pouring in his room. came pouring in. So he called the, the room server and they came up and they said, whoa, 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 okay. We'll take you to a different room, okay? And they said, don't worry about it, we'll bring you up to a suite. We have a, you know, we'll, bring you, we'll give you a real good room like to make up for the fact that his room was under pipe attack. So he went up to this other room and they closed the door. Now, you can't, it's already Shabbos, you can't, you can't uh, open or close these doors on Shabbos because it's all electronic. So once you're in, basically you're in the room, you're in the room, unless it's a kind of you're not leaving the room, right? And they close the door, and it's, it's like 10 minutes of Shabbos, and he says, he realizes he doesn't have the number to call that should deliver the food here, and in a couple of minutes it's going to be this man, and there's no food for Shabbos, he has nothing. And before he's trying to find the number, it was already this man. So he was really down. Here he is. He has to do this for Parnassa. He's away from his family. He's like, really, it's a brachen. And he says to himself, but it's Shabbos. So he says, should I get dressed for Shabbos? <laughs> for whom? For whom? The four walls? He says, he said, all my life I get dressed for Shabbos. But why? Am I really getting dressed for Shabbos? I'm not going to walk at the shul with dungarees and sneakers, which he doesn't wear anyway during the week. But I mean to say, I'm not going to walk on my weekday clothes in the shul, right? It's really my culture forces me to dress for Shabbos. But this is going to be the first time in my life that I dress for Shabbos, L'Shem Shabbos, because there's no one here to see me. What? In COVID, right? There was a lot of, yeah. But then there was Zoom and other things. Okay. And like I said, some people isolate together with others because it's more geschmack. And, and. So he, he actually went, so he said, you're right, Shalman, Kovit said. So he said he put on his clothes for Shabbos and he like straightened his tie and everything else. And he said, he really fell out between me and Shabbos, right? This is, this is surreal. There's no one here to see me. No one's going to know. And then he, he said he, he spread like a little uh, handkerchief over the small coffee table, make it look as shabbos as possible. And he had a, and what he had, he said he had a box of Pringles or something. He just, he put it on my Shabbos suda. He had a little bottle of beer. He said, okay, that's my kiddush on it. That's my Shabbos suda. If this is what it is, I'm going to make it work. And he told me a fascinating thing. He is a tremendous baltzfila. He's a gorgeous baltzfila. 
I daven in a big shul. Not everyone gets to daven for the Amid there. And uh, I, I get daven for the Amid many times, but only when no one is in shul. Like middle of the night. When, that, well, when people are there, they don't they give me the Amid. And I say many times. I was in a bungalow colony once, and someone said, can you go over and, and daven for Shaykh and Aris? And I'm really not much of a Baltfila. Go over. And I went over. I thought I did pretty good. He came over to me after he said, I see you're an Ish Emes. Said, said, he said, you're not a Baltfila. You're not a Baltfila. So he said he put on, he got it, he said, he, he, like, he made himself like a stender, popped up a bunch of pillows on, 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 on one of the tables, and he said, I'm going to daven now the way I daven, the way I daven, um, as if I'm davening for the Amid. It's, it's to me a Shabbos, right? Who's going to hear me? I'm always davening for people to hear me. This is the only time I'm saying, and he said he sang L'chadoyi, and he sang the most beautiful nigan, and he went through the whole Kabbalah Shabbos, everything the way he then he's going to sit down to his beer, and, uh, and someone knocks on the door, and it seems that whoever was supposed to deliver this Chabad package um, figured it out, that uh, their room was uh, very high in water, and they, they tracked him to his room. So at the end of the day, they came in with, he had all his food for Shabbos. He has food, he had, they, they, But he says, those couple of moments, I have nothing. And it's to me and Shabbos, he says he looks back at it, and he feels that that davening for the Amid was the most significant davening for the Amid in his life. It was just, you know, between you and me. And Reb Shimon is all alone in the cave. And as far as Reb Shimon would be concerned, he would be all alone in the cave forever. There was no way out of this. I'm going to make it work. This is where I am. That's really what Lagba Oimer is all about. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.